0: This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin, with support from New Zealand On Air.
1: National Volunteer Week, Te Wiki Tuao Amotu, is on now until June 26th. It's our chance to recognise the mahi, connect with opportunities and reimagine the future of volunteering. To check out National Volunteer Week events and resources, visit volunteersouth.org.nz. In the following programme, we hear from Volunteer South and two Dunedin City councillors about the place of volunteering in Ōtipote, Dunedin.
0: So, Kia ora koutou, to Taitunga, Volunteer South supports over 500 volunteer involving organisations and community groups across the southern region. With over 1,500 volunteer opportunities available, everything from blacksmithing to youth mentoring. Well, who I have with me here today is the two city councillors, Steve Walker and Sophie Barker. Good afternoon. Mm. Kia ora. Yeah. <laughs> and what they are going to be doing is talking about their experiences with volunteering as a part of uh, what we're talking about for National Volunteer Week or Te Wiki to Amoto. So, um, I guess the first real question when it comes to volunteering is... Um, for you both, what volunteering do you do in your community? Because obviously volunteering is a huge part of your lives. So Steve?
1: I was going to let Sophie go first. No,
0: <laughs> we're going to make you go first. I'm happy Maybe. to go
1: first. Um, I actually did bring some notes with me because I thought you'd ask this question. <laughs> so I'm going to start chronologically. Uh, moved here in 2001 and got involved fairly early on in volunteering. My first big volunteer role was running what was called the Hub Cycle Network, mm. which was a group that um, was set up to try and get uh, what is now happening, the Harbour Cycle Walkway to Port Chalmers. So I led that group for about 12 years and certainly taking it over in 2003, didn't think it would take so long to, to get to completion, but we are getting there. I then uh, set up the West Harbour uh, uh, Beautification Trust that was set up. I volunteered for that and also chaired that in order to get sycamore trees removed mm-hmm. in the West Harbour. I also volunteered for the Ross say News for a decade up until around 2018, I was also the chair of the, uh, as a volunteer for the Thank You Charitable Trust, which was an organi- uh, offshoot of um, Thank You Payroll, which was set up to give lots of money back to uh, community groups. Um, pretty well known around, still around the city as in the volunteer role as chair of the uh, Dunedin Wildlife Hospital Trust Board. And I think. Um, I many people will be aware of the work the Wildlife Hospital does. Um, um, and also uh, I volunteered, and this is how I got to know you, Lisa, um, uh, with the very first group of Red Cross volunteers who welcomed about five years ago the f- former refugees from Syria. And um, that was a tremendous experience, and I'm sure we'll talk about that a wee bit later. I also still run charity quiz nights um, in the West Arbor, though they've tailed off since I became a city councillor. Uh, but I'm often volunteering myself up as an MC, and that's happening this weekend. I've also I also still volunteer for the Keep the Eden Beautiful committee I've done that for 10 years and other and I'm sure Sophie's in this boat too, other council voluntary committees and in my case the Dunedin Edinburgh Sister City Society and that's all I could think of I'm sure there's more (laughs) um, that's 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 the ones that come to mind
0: well there you go you set the precedent there I could
1: say Sophie could go first
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's all right I mean city councillor um uh, it's really important for people to get involved with the community and that really shows uh, how committed you are to the community anyway so Sophie what about you I guess that um, I volunteer where I can because I'm a, a solo
2: parent as well as everything else. So I guess I like to use my skills, especially around governance. And with you, I'm on the Dunedin Midwinter Carnival, which is a, gosh, an event that I truly love. It sounds like I'm plugging and I am. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we still need volunteers.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the volunteering, you just get such a, an amazing feeling from it, you know, when mm. you're out there and um, connecting with people who are, what do we do? What roles do we have? We have of, um, people collecting money. That's kind of a challenging one. Um, traffic safety, I love putting on a... <laughs> Putting on a vest <laughs> makes me feel like I have power, uh, that kind of stuff. And then also there's always the tree planting, and I did, before I worked for the Peninsula Trust, I did volunteering for them as well. So I was doing their um, their databases and their newsletters, and uh, I like a good bit of tree planting as well. Mm. So odd bits and pieces where I can, um, fitting it in around my, my daughter's schoolwork, et cetera.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, being city councillors, obviously, uh, it does take up quite a bit of your time as well. So with, um, with the volunteering, have you found that you can still do the bits that you really are passionate about?
2: Sometimes it's really challenging i think just finding the time and and trying to keep your sanity mm. and prioritize the time as well because often you know you'll you'll have a, a list of events that you want to go to and and something will happen like a thousand pages of reading over <laughs> <laughs> the weekend and yeah. that that that's a, a real killer as well because a lot of the um, the volunteer stuff happens and the in the, um, the weekend and then we have quite a heavy schedule but you know I'm I'm just always putting my hand up to help people which is uh, not really great for, for, for finding leisure time as well and especially like helping businesses and mentoring people through some of the, the stuff that they're doing as well mm, yeah yeah
1: yeah absolutely I mean I just echo what Sophie said I mean it's, um, it's probably one of the saddest things for me becoming a city councillor I mean the good you can obviously do there was actually giving up many of the things that I previously did Mm. And I think Sophie probably agree with me, to do the job properly, um, you you have to have the time and the capacity to do it. And I don't yeah. think my previous life would, would would sit comfortably with doing the job well for council.
2: Mm. Mm. And the volunteering is really what, what nourishes you, I think. Yes, you know, it's yeah, the connectivity right. with people and the fact that yeah. you're achieving something and giving back to the community. But, um, yeah, the counsellor stuff, <laughs> get, yeah. especially the reading, yeah. gets on, on top of a lot of stuff. But yeah. it's great to be out there in the community and actually hear what people have to say and see yeah. the amazing projects that everyone's doing. Yes, yes. It's yeah. astounding.
0: Well, you yeah. do a um, fantastic job of definitely getting through all those readings. of yeah. <laughs> I'd definitely have to say. <laughs> measure it in inches. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I guess what is a, a great example of the community volunteering together that you have seen?
1: Me? You, you. you start, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think I, I, there's two for me. The Wildlife Hospital Trust is a great story, but I think um, I've often stood up on stage and said the best thing I've ever done in this city was being a a volunteer support worker for the former refugees um, started five years ago, and I think uh, Lisa will remember. I literally <laughs> banged the door at the Red Cross, <laughs> insisting that I want to do this. Partly for me, because I'd spent a lot of time in Syria uh, back in the '90s, and was treated with such um, with such love and kindness. I wanted to sort of pay that back, and I'm really grateful to the Red Cross. and um, you for for, for for putting your trust in me but it was just a, it, and it continues to be an incredible experience like most uh, people who volunteer in that program it tends to tail off as a family mm-hmm. settles in and progresses and does well and that's that's a good thing um, but I mean it's the it's it's when I think about it and talk about it I often I often then end up crying in, in mm-hmm. tears because it's just such a rewarding experience being able to give my Self up and, and and use, I guess, some of my skills to make make um, what has been a traumatic experience for most people who 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 are refugees and then become for, former refugees living in a country that is completely alien mm. to them to make their life better. And in my case, my wife and I don't have children, but my Syrian family have four children who who refer to me as uncle and I often refer to them as my children. It's Mm. really rewarding watching them grow up, turning into um, amazing young Kiwis who now speak um, fluent Arabic, English and put me to shame when it comes to Tereo and just seeing their ambition Mm. and hearing reports of how how they progress through the schooling system. And also related to that is just seeing how, how, how well... Um, the parents of dunks it 's really hard for for the parents moving mm. country, particularly uh, within muslim culture for for the male for the for yes, the dads yes. and i think we we 've seen we 've seen that throughout the world but um, certainly in my family 's case I describe them as the poster the poster family i don 't know if you 'd agree <laughs> or not but they 're amazing so that, that that experience is something that will sit with me to my dying day and I urge anybody out there who wants to do something that um, potentially can be life, life-changing mm. for them, that's a great program to get involved with. Um,
0: Excellent. Yeah. Thanks. Well, what about an example from, from you, Sophie? I guess
2: I've got a, a couple, one of the ones that um – because I worked in conservation is, is really mm. close to my heart is beach cleanups. Oh, yes, when we yes, worked sorry. at um, or oh, we went to Blue Penguin Pukukura, we would have a lot of school kids coming along and cleaning up the beaches. And the, the tragic thing is that every week we were cleaning six to seven kilos of wow. plastic up off the beach. But what it does is it it starts people on a on a journey. Um, I often talk about penguins or albatross being the gateway drug into conservation, and and showing people the difference that they can make is really important. We had a, a young man who who contact his mum contacted me, and he came out to the albatross colony when he was four years old, and he watched the video on um, albatross dying because of plastic in the ocean, and he started doing beach cleanups. He was just so amazing, um, and started all his school doing beach cleanups. So the the the, the love was being shared. I guess the sad thing mm. was that um, no matter how much he kept cleaning up the beach, it kept getting horrible, uh, you know, more and more plastic so that was um, pretty tough for him but it was just this beautiful journey that he'd been on and he won the, is it Young Acorn? and the, Was it the Keep Dineen Beautiful yeah, Awards? Right. Yeah. yeah, I just yeah. love him yeah, and, and that was whenever I got a bit down at work, you know, it was him that I thought about and I'm like, I'm doing this for him and doing it for the, the future I guess and the other one is the um, Midwinter Carnival because I used to go along as a um, as a watcher with my child to the Midwinter Carnival and then, you know, now being able to be involved and just see the enormous amount of work and people behind mm, the scenes yes. to bring this magic and this joy and work with all the, the talented people that we work with, it's something really special, you know, because you, you do your little bit and it somehow it fits into this amazing big pie of magnificence. Mm.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think it
1: will come as no surprise to any of the listeners that Sophia and myself are probably the two passion, most passionate counsellors when it comes to waste
0: minimisation.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think I drive, drive. I I think we both drive the mayor mad and other councillors <laughs> mad by uh, c- uh, continued nagging. But I think it's essential. And I think as councillors, we do need to walk the talk.
0: Mm. So, uh, well, you'll be pleased to hear yeah. that the Midwinter Carnival is now quite our waste minimization I'm and gum. very yes.
1: proud of that organisation, <laughs> particularly vis-a-vis fireworks. Well done, you guys. Mm. It's amazing. Yeah. 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 So. Council
0: yeah. needs to
1: do that next.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so what would you say the impact that volunteering has had on your life? Obviously, it's been quite varied, and we've heard a little bit about it already, but um, I guess, do you reckon you would be the same person you are today if you hadn't been volunteering?
2: <laughs> no, my, I think my life would be a lot. easier. I've met the most amazing, creative people who are out there doing Wonderful things in our community and it's that connection, I think, um, gets you away from your TV, which is a terrible thing to sit alone in your house when you can actually be out and contributing um, to the community, I think is really important and just meeting amazing people and then that, that, that sense, I guess, of a higher purpose when you're out there. Doing Mm. something cool. Yeah, totally.
1: I mean, for me, I mean, I think for me, the benefits are just so multifaceted. um, Not only personal benefits, but of course, it's obviously a way of creating capacity for groups where it doesn't exist already. That's really, really important. I think New Zealand should be proud. um, It's sort of the agony and the ecstasy because it should be proud of the volunteerism in this country. But of course, without it, many organisations would collapse. Um, also, you know, as Sophie said, it offers us as volunteers just to give back. I mean, it, something into areas and causes that we're we're passionate about. Um, and I guess, ultimately, for me, for me, I mean, it's just simply about making uh, society a better place. I mean, I want to live in an Otapoti, Dunedin, Stroke, New Zealand that um, is a place that is considerate and compassionate when it comes to giving something back. Um, And I I did say ultimately, but there is one final point probably worth mentioning that I'd I'd argue that a lot of. The people in Dunedin that I now consider close and good friends are people I've actually met through volunteering, mm-hmm. actually. I can yeah. remember from the Red Cross team, I'm very close to a bunch of those guys and girls. And, yeah, organizations going right back to the Harbor Cycle Network, they're all really good, solid friends now, So and people who've all gone on to do do amazing things. Because I guess in, in the realms of volunteerism, you're likely to bump into people who are... Philosophically aligned to your beliefs. Absolutely,
2: so, yeah. Yeah. yeah, multiple benefits. All the cool people
0: volunteer. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> per- perfectly summed up in one sentence, certainly. Yeah. yeah.
0: And I mean, um, we're starting to think about it in the voluntary sector now. Less is about volunteering, but more about the social impact mm. that um, people have. And um, obviously, there's a bit of a, a change from the way that we say not for profits. To uh, for impact communities, so that we're we're really seeing yeah. the benefit of what people are actually doing in the community, rather than um, having that kind of that negativity that's assigned to not being a business because we're not making money. Um, and so that's certainly what um, you know the the impact that volunteering has on your life is definitely um, seen in the amount of connections that you've made. And if we're making connections while volunteering, then the people we're connecting with, and um, usually it's those people in the vulnerable community then they are um, being uplifted and shown that the community does care about them as well
1: yeah yeah absolutely spot on
0: so um, if you could have any volunteer role in the world real or imaginary what would it be? Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, it's, it's,
1: it's terrible questions to drop on us without. that.
2: <laughs> I guess I'm a marketing person. And I love a good spreadsheet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. There has to be someone in so, the world. Well, I guess one of my little dream jobs, well, not jobs, roles is coming out. I'm looking at um, working with someone to revive the Dunedin Rhododendron Festival. I'm oh, gosh. Oh, yes, and I love sharing the environment and outdoors with people. So I'm really excited about doing something with that. So that that spins my wheels. It's gardens. <laughs>
0: well,
2: you do have a mother of international significance. <laughs> 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 I, do. I do. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like inherited or... <laughs> yeah. What about you,
1: Steve? What was the question again?
0: <laughs> if you could have any role, oh, gosh, not entirely
1: carte blanche. Um, <laughs> gosh, I'd probably volunteer for. A collective of superheroes, <laughs> so Superman and Batman and all those people, and I get them to go back and certainly environmentally make this world a far, oh, far better place. Probably me. Captain
0: Planet then.
1: Captain Planet, yeah, there we go. I want to pick one volunteer yeah. for... Mm. Captain (laughs) Planet?
0: Well, you know, a lot of what he did in those cartoons was volunteer. I've just just
1: taken up that role. (laughs) Excellent.
0: Uh, Excellent. All right. Well, we do have a a little bit of a volunteer quiz. um, And I guess – the first two questions are true and false, so you just tell me whether or not you think they're true or false, and then I'm going to um, get you to think and use your brains. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, the first question is, uh, volunteering requires a lot of time, true or false? False. False. Excellent. So, what kinds of things doesn't take a lot of time that you do to know when it comes to volunteers, for volunteering? It does take a lot of time. doesn't take does. a lot of time. I've said false very confidently uh, there. I know.
2: I guess that people might think that volunteering often involves a huge amount of time and mm. it's a big a big not I'm not gonna say the word imposition, but that you have to make a lot of time to do it. And that you can do it in so many different ways. You can Turn up to a tree planting thing that goes for an hour or two hours, or you could volunteer to be treasurer for something that yes. might take an hour a month. Uh, and then you know, there's obviously bigger roles, but I think that sometimes if there is a, a barrier, it is people thinking, "Oh, I'm going to have to be committed to this big role." But there's all sorts of roles for all sorts of people. Yeah,
1: yeah I said false, but some of it's true. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean well, you'll remember in the early days, certainly for, with the former refugee stuff, those yeah. first few weeks are just absolutely full on. But they do tail off, and the benefits that crew are just worth that time but as Sophie says I think a lot of people don't realize often for committees it's giving up one hour mm. or even 50 minutes if you've got a a good chair mm. who runs things smoothly <laughs> and quickly um Agenda. which is isn't 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 a great commitment or even things like in the harbour cycle network we used to have protest rides down the oh, highway actually it's great oh, really it was great fun <laughs> and that would you know you could, we asked people to come along for five minutes or or an hour so, I think a lot of opportunities in volunteerism are like that. Give mm. what time you can and also make sure I think it's important to the people who are. We want to have volunteers coming into the organisation to be very flexible, so yes. work, working to the volunteers' schedule, particularly if they have families Absolutely. and kids. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, so basically, the time you, you, you can do it obsessively, and I've probably done that. <laughs> I probably shouldn't have said false, but I have done. it. And Sophie's probably the same because I mean, I'm like you, Sophie. I mm. tend to tend to put my hand up far too often. Oh, I know. And, and oh, yes. often regret doing it, but when I'm actually mm. doing the thing, I don't mm. regret it. Once mm. I'm into it. Um, but I've had the advantage, I don't have kids, and I've always, I, when I moved here, I'd literally come here to retire, so I had plenty of time. So time is a really valuable mm. uh, commodity when it comes to volunteering, but I don't yes, think exactly. anybody should... Assume it's something that is onerous in terms of time because it can be your own time.
0: Yeah, yeah. And so we've got yeah. about 71% of the people who are volunteering, are coming through as new volunteers at the moment, are under the age of 30. Great. So they are Fantastic. people who are Great. prolifically mm. busy already. Yeah. So finding opportunities that don't take a lot of time is something that is yeah. right really high on that agenda. Um. Which kind of puts my, uh, gives you the answer for my next question. <laughs> Only retired people volunteer. I, rec- false? I reckon that's false. It's probably
1: people, about 70% I reckon would be under about the age of 31. <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, gave that one away. All right, well, then we'll jump into the part where I make you think. Oh, I just wanted to add, uh,
2: because uh, oh, yes. we, we talked about volunteering and... Um, the, the The younger people for skills we talked about my yes, daughter you know yeah. looking to um get a first job, and everything is like you 've got to have experience you 've got to have experience and i'm like well you should, your new set is, well, you should volunteer and the skill because mm. they 're just going to learn people' skills et etc et etc so that's a a great thing for people to get on I guess their CVs and that's what I always say to young people and, and to new migrants coming in as well is volunteer yes. and, um, and, and build up the, the referees etc. You know, so it it's benefits both parties. Yeah, yeah. definitely uh, making those connections is really, mm-hmm. really important. Make sure
1: you tell your daughter not to do the job I did first when I was about 14 which was cleaning out dog kennels in the morning. Oh. Lots of fun.
2: You should be thinking you should get to cuddle the dogs, but,
0: hmm.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. So there's many different categories when it comes to volunteering. Um, anything from animals to youth. And so what I'm going to get you to think about, Steve, is three types of categories that people can volunteer at. can't use animals and youth because I've just used that for you, but that gives you an idea of what we're going to be thinking about. So three categories of volunteering that people can do.
1: Well, I'm going to my first one I will pick is the one that I feel from all my years of experience in the volunteer world, particularly as chair as a chair of trusts is as treasurers.
0: Good. They are so
1: <laughs> fantastically important and um, at the wildlife hospital now I mean we have a lot of money you know, flushing through our, our our accounts, we have two amazing volunteers, uh, Robin and Amelia from Polson Higgs. Actually, very experienced, very qualified, and they love being volunteers for us. But literally, I don't think we could function without mm. their skill, their honesty, and their hard work. So, getting a good treasurer is gold, and I'll stay mm-hmm. on the committees because I also think if you're if you getting a good chair is is something that. Is fantastically important and often their chairs are not keen to volunteer, I think because they think they should be earning lots of money doing that role. But I think having a good chair that can bring together – or or Sophie will speak more on this – can can follow the strategy set down by the <laughs> oh, organisation <laughs> uh, and make make sure all the parks function well is is also invaluable. Mm, okay. And while I think of the third one, I'll let Sophie jump in and come up with her, <laughs> with her
2: three. I was going to say, being going back to the board stuff, is um, people that can write fund applications. Yes, huge hole in the sector. I think yeah. you know there's that that treasurer stuff, and then there's the fun stuff. Like I said, I love a good fluoro vest. <laughs> you know, I was quite happy. In the Octagon one day, I was volunteering for the the midwinter um, carnival, and we with my my orange cones, and <laughs> so there is something. For everyone, and I think you know you've got that online um volunteer um, database. Uh, database, yeah, yeah. so yeah. people might think, "Oh well, I don't have any skills, mm. but it's amazing what sort of skills people have because there's there's something for everyone, and I think that's really important obviously there's some there's the, from right to the governance level to my favorite thing, fluoro <laughs> and traffic <laughs> management, yeah. Have I named three things? I think I'm only named two. No, but anyway. But together you've Let's made four. So we'll yeah. let, we'll go <laughs> with that.
1: <laughs> yeah, but, but, but also having your doers. I mean, I do, mm-hmm. I, I do a lot of tree planting as well, and having those people that just do that stuff I'm rubbish at. Like, can just get a spade with one hand and dig a hole in mm-hmm. one fell swoop. So get, and the, and they're often the people who have no interest in doing the board stuff.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. So it's yeah it's it's.
2: It's, what about it's, the pie makers? It's,
1: it's definitely fitting people where they're most useful, and I think that's obviously beneficial mm. to the organization, but it's really important in terms of keeping the volunteers because mm. there's nothing worse mm. in life than doing something you're not really that interested in doing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I guess with um, a lot of the people that come through our doors, we're really looking at how we can support them to find the most meaningful roles for them. Mm. Uh, We do encourage people not to self-select, but obviously not everybody's going to be fit for a a role that um, potentially needs a car to get from A to B. And so it can be really difficult to find people's passion and fit it with the the type of roles that are available. Mm. But, you know, we've got so many roles that you'd hope that there would be Something yeah. out there, and I sort of whatever. quickly whispered,
2: yeah. Pike Makers because <laughs> out of the,
0: the Guessworks on
2: are open, you know, on um, Sunday afternoons, and somebody comes in and volunteers and makes Pike Oh, no <laughs> way! Yeah, I'm yeah, going to yeah. use that because I yeah. already
0: brag about their blacksmith opportunity. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, and a good example of what you're talk- <laughs> Talking about actually is uh, the wildlife hospital. You can imagine that a lot of people, um, we, we depend on, on volunteers in, in, in the back of house where the animals are, and a lot of people volunteer assuming that the first day they'll come in they'll be hugging a penguin <laughs> and mm-hmm. stroking mm. a kiwi bird, and it's absolutely not like that for, mm. for multiple reasons, primarily animal welfare. Um, so what we do find is we, the, you know, the, the people who stay um, and and show the passion and do the hard work, which is Pretty pretty grunty in the hospital. It's mainly cleaning out penguin poo. <laughs> and so if you'll be aware how much penguins poo, mm, um, but, but as those volunteers progress and show their passion, then they ultimately mm. do get closer under mm. under the you know the under the um, the guidance of the hospital director to, to the animals. So potentially helping to feed them and blah blah blah. So mm. and I think it's it's a it's a good way of actually weeding out. Mm. Volunteers who are not there for the right reasons, yes, yeah. but also rewarding volunteers who really have done the mahi and show the passion for the cause they're they're trying yeah. to help. So yeah.
0: fantastic! And what we um what we know from from our interactions um throughout the communities and throughout time it's been a wee while Steve and obviously a little bit less time Sophie but still just as important um, that you are both incredibly passionate volunteers and very proud to, to um, work with you in the community to support volunteers so thank you very much to the both of you for for being here today with me and having this fantastic conversation very much appreciate everything that you do for our community thank you so much thank let's get to some you. more volunteers to help you yeah. too and <laughs>
1: thanks to you Amahi as well it's great to know you mm.